Howdy do, buckaroos. This is Greetings from the Uncanny Valley, the incomparable network show about Westworld. Thank you so much to Jason and everyone at The Incomparable for hosting us. This is the reaction show, the initial reaction show for season two, episode four of Westworld, Riddle of the Sphinx. I am your host, Kelly Gamont. With me as always is Don Melton. Party on, Don. Party on, Garth. Here's the scoop. Uh, we set a timer for 20 minutes, and then we try to jam an hour's worth of discussion of this into those 20 minutes. And uh, I'm going to start a timer, and it starts now. And the first thing that I want to talk about is the thing in the opening credits, because uh, this came to us from a friend of the show, Tom Bridge, who will probably appear later this season with us on a full episode. And it is this. In the opening credits, when you see the backlit mother and child and you've got the two mechanical arms next to them, uh, there's a pattern in the ceiling above her, mm -hmm. like a thing in the ceiling, and that thing in the ceiling is exactly the same as the skylight in where uh, James Delos lived. Oh, dun dun dun! Okay, so, I'll have to go back yeah, and, and look at that. So, and, and where do babies hang out a lot? Cradles. Yeah, just cradles. saying. Yeah. So they um, were showing us the cradle the entire, uh, or should I say, the CR four dash CR four DL. Yeah, yes. CR4-DL all the time. Mark 1, right? Because there so, weren't enough words. So, uh, Kelly, another another dull episode. I know I, uh, I dropped yeah, off in the middle I of it. Yeah, I think I nodded off in the middle. There just wasn't enough happening. I I was kind of bored. Um, yeah. Oh, so, my God. So, so our, my official message, review... Yeah, our iMessage <laughs> chat tonight, folks, just so you know, was just... It's not printable or even relatable in polite company. There are so many... <laughs> obscenities and exclamation points it's it. not relatable in impolite company i'm just yeah. gonna put it out there um, yeah, they, so i think the, we use the f word quite a lot there so oh yes um so uh so obviously speaking of iMessage asleep, i yeah. i was having a conversation with friend of the show tom bridge on iMessage and i re uh he he texted me oh shit and i said which part and i said just wait and he said, I take it that's not my last oh shit. And I said, not even if you are watching the credits, are you out of oh shits? <laughs> so that's my official review of this episode. Um, so let's let's break it down. We get we get another cold open, third yes. in a row. The only episode this season who didn't have a cold open was the first episode, go figure. Uh, and the cold open is James Delos dancing. Uh, I mean, the man's right. got oh, moves. My. Okay. Did anyone else have like a really serious I think I took the brown acid lost flashback to that opening sequence because oh my god like I had to rewind and watch again to make sure I wasn't hearing Mama Cass sing make your own kind of music. I wasn't. I was hearing the Rolling Stones. It, it was the, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I'm um, old. I picked up. Uh, that was one I didn't need Shazam for. Kelly. <laughs> I, I know that. One. I was gonna. I almost. I actually typed out, but did not send. I don't think I have to Shazam this one for no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, obviously not. And uh, good, good to know that he's a vinyl man for all you hipsters out there. So obviously, with the belt drive on the turntable, which I also so, noticed. So I want to ask you. Ooh, it, they're not screwing around. After the end of the conversation, when young, uh, kind of young William walks in, yes. and puts the paper down after they have the conversation, yes. Did you know, like I did, what was on that sheet of paper? Absolutely not. I jumped up and hollered, "What does it say?" 
Why? No, I, I mean, I had it had no to be the conversation, right? That's why I he... didn't know what it was because at that point I wasn't entirely certain what version of James Delos we were dealing with there. So I didn't know. And so I wasn't sure if maybe it was a test result or if it was a, if maybe they were being heard but not seen. And so he could give him, like, oh, oh. they are recording us. You should Do be you cool mean right to now. Tell me that I actually got this one, this one right on the watch. And by the way, folks, this is about the only thing I got right. <laughs> Because this, this episode was so much, what the fuck? Oh, all yeah. of it. All so, of it. So we get that cold open, and I don't want to use all our time here because we've spent five minutes of it already. <laughs> and uh, then we go into the title uh, sequence, which uh, Kelly talked about. And then we go into, uh, oh, shit, what is it after that? By the way, did... Did you not realize, because I didn't realize this until the episode was over, and my wife said to me, like, where were Dolores and Maeve? I know. <laughs> and uh, I was so excited to get a Maeve episode, and I totally forgot about it until oh, the very oh, end. Oh, oh, now I remember the next thing you see is, uh, isn't it uh, zombie um, Clementine? Yes, Dragon. Clementine hauls uh, Bernard off to, well, uh, yep, Bernard. Yeah, Yip Bernard uh, drags him to a cave. And who do we get in the cave? Who's living in the cave? Who's in the cave? Now, this is one you called last episode, right? I, well, no, I just wanted it. Oh. I said, please, 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 let's get Elsie in the next one because I'm really tired of not seeing her and well, I really I want you, to know what happened to her. I thought you her. came up with a scenario that he was going to talk her into it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, I said I'm that... hearing your voice in my head as I'm watching <laughs> this scene, Kelly. Well, I, like, I said that it, I thought. This one. Well, I said that she is not going to want to help him, but she will end up helping him because she's going to be who fixes him up. Yes. <clears throat> I didn't say it was going to be the next episode. I really wanted it to be the next episode a... because I love Elsie. Yeah, and you you didn't say it was going to be in a cave. But now we know what happened to her. That yes. He, Bernard drug her into the cave and tied with her down. bucket with and some protein bars. Protein bars and a bucket, yeah. That's oh. uh, that's how I like to spend my vacations. Oh, <laughs> so, you know. So the other thing is Bernard's time slipping this episode is just a hoot. And uh, oh my god! So, but when he watching first, him do that was crazy town. The first memory though, where he's walking up the trail again, I thought, oh shit, are we getting our first multiple Bernard there? Does Elsie see yes. this? Yes, I realized. We... I realized that that uh, Lisa Joy made sure to move the camera across where Elsie was standing before. So you realize mm -hmm. halfway through Elsie's not there, there. So this has got to be a memory. And by the way, HBO, you got to have Lisa joy direct more episodes. Holy crap. Oh, and, give her stuff that isn't Westworld. Write, writing more. <laughs> like, I don't care what it is. Like give her an episode of game of Thrones for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she will nail that. Uh, so it was not only not only was the storytelling pacing and the surprises all like spot on. Just that opening, the framing of everything, mm -hmm. and uh, watching James Dallas. But this whole it's a complicated thing to get a, uh, across to viewers who don't obsess about the show like us about mm -hmm. what the hell is going on with uh, Bernard and Elsie. Mm -hmm. And yes, and. Uh, and that uh, pr uh, props go to Jonah Nolan and his co-writer, whose name I can't remember right now, uh, on this episode. 
um, for basically uh, making Elsie and Bernard trade off uh, Bob Esposi- exposition tasks because that worked. <laughs> that actually worked really well. It was great. And so we get inside the the bunker there, the special facility, and it's a it's a it's what was it? It was it was wasn't number fourteen like from the first episode. It was number twelve. So it's a different bunker from the one he was in with Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and what do we see on the table there? What what did you call them that just about killed me? Oh yes, the brain velvet cupcakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and they made me really I, happy. I cannot look at a picture of them now without <laughs> thinking about that. So, so I, I, I do give myself another point because I'm thinking those aren't host brain velvet cupcakes because they're not velvet and they don't look like that. And I thought, yes, maybe, maybe this is uh, uh, where um, James Delos was living in one of these. I did not realize he was going to be. Uh, the prize behind door number one, though, later on, I did not see that one coming. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. the same, and it's the same room. And by the way, those fuckers at the production company in HBO, they actually put an interactive game on Dallas Destinations where you can play with, I guess it's the cradle or, or some other thing where you get to move that room around and view it from different perspectives. And it is the James Delos uh, room. I just saw somebody discovered that on Reddit. Okay. That I was, I was, that was one of the things that I made note of to talk about. Um, It was super interesting. So that makes a lot more sense now, now that we know what it is. Well, we think we know what it is that they're up to. And wasn't it interesting to watch William go in and have that conversation with him? Over multiple over times over. it until james dello says who the hell are you who the and fuck I, are you that yeah, was great. and i think i think i i had uh i i had an argument with uh a friend of the uh the show jim truther about this the other day because uh all i think it was all shift x and his uh breakdown video for episode three theorized that uh it's old william and young james dello's truer uh, yeah, Jim. I fucked up your name again. Uh, <laughs> it just smacked me. Uh, so um, uh, it was interesting to watch them do that every time, though. And like for a second, I felt bad for young William. You know, like medium William, I guess. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for medium William that he kept doing this all the time. And then at one point, he go. Uh, at one point, he actually said, if you can't tell, does it matter? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. Um, All the classic I, lines. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, but for a second, I felt bad for him because I sort of was under the impression that he was doing this for James, like, out of care and not out of anything mercenarial, which is where I think it ultimately ended up. But... I sort of thought that he was doing it to try to make things better for James Delos and like help him and that this was an act of kindness. And so watching him have to endure this over and over again as an act of, you know, when he was trying to be nice and it just sort of 49 times. Well, we don't know how many times he had that conversation with him. We just know how that's like how many times they terminated the build. Right. Yeah. 
so that was the thing that I was that like for a second I felt kind of bad for him like every day you have to go in there and have like 9:30 a.m. whiskey with this dude that's supposed to be your father-in-law you care about in well, some way it, he's not doing it every day at least I mean 149 times for 30 years I mean yeah uh, you're getting lots of long weekends and vacations mm-hmm. in the Riviera off and fucking around in Westworld too so sure, sure. uh uh so uh that but his descent at the end when Elsie and uh, uh, Bernard go in the room. See, I didn't expect them to find James Ellison there, but now I was wondering where do we get the scene where J- James is looking in the mirror and sees his mm-hmm. cut up face. Now we know where that scene is. Well, I was surprised he made it out. He didn't make it out alive. I was, you know, air quote alive, of course. I was convinced that he was going to be this agent of chaos and just fucking everything up for another six episodes. I was 100% certain when she opened that door that somehow he was getting out. Well, this is Westworld. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of him because the other thing we find out is that Bernard in his time slip in memory remembers the last time he was in this room that Ford sent him there to print out another human mind. You want to guess? You want to guess who that is? Come on! Why would Ford send Bernard well, to print out another human there? Who? What human would that be? I don't know because I can make arguments for a few different people. If oh, it's got to be Ford, under, right? <laughs> well, I think Ford is the most obvious, but I know better from this show well, than to true. think that the obvious thing is a thing that's going to be. So maybe it's Ford, but maybe it's not. Maybe he sent because this is the kind of warp we've seen in his mind what if he sent bernard to print out bernard that well that's entirely true maybe he's got arnold's uh pr- well how would he do that well who knows right we or know if he's convinced elsie isn't coming back oh by like, the way if he if he doesn't if if ford doesn't know that if ford is convinced that elsie is dead and we need to make sure that nothing weird comes out of that maybe there's an elsie that can like walk through the place and make an occasional appearance or something you know if she doesn't have to interact Elsie? with anybody it doesn't matter yeah ford could have sent him down there to print an elsie we don't know all bets are off okay so it could be i, I <laughs> i'll i'll put a lot of money on on it being ford but i've been wrong before anyway the other thing we find out is that uh Bernard's a cruel son of a bitch when he's under Ford's command. Because he basically killed everybody in there. So here's what crossed my mind as I watched him raise his foot and curb stomp that dude into the grate. And it was, if I pause right now and listen really quietly, I can hear all of the brain switchy people going, this person's head egg is in that person's body. And every one of them is making a case for Wyatt being what's in Bernard's head right now. Because, oh my God, Becky, that was cold. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, obviously he had, well, you know, but he took out Teresa in episode seven. Uh, what door? Uh, last yes. season. Uh, so uh, we know he can be a cranky son of a bitch. All right. So let's get to... Uh, the other uh, one. That person called Grace, and we find out what happened to the Stubbs. Well, first of all, we find out what happened to Stubbs. Second of all, like, he's talking to Grace like they know each other. Like, yeah. what was that about? Well, it made a lot more sense at the end. Um, 
Yeah. Dang. So, and I. So she goes this, off, and then we get the big story with William and um, uh, and everybody. Our patron saint of motherfucker, motherfucker right? <laughs> and Major Craddock, and I didn't expect oh that to happen to Craddock. Were you surprised that they offed him in episode four? I, I was. Mean, he well, blew up. Real I wasn't good. surprised they offed him, but I was surprised it happened right there because, like, I remember watching him be terrible you know in the beginning of the episode like when we first see him and he's hassling the bartender with the shot of nitro and i'm like craddock is the son of a bitch he's got to go and i really hope that will and i actually said out loud i really hope william finds some way for him to get got and he didn't just find a way He made one. He, he took out. He took out Craddock and uh, all of his men. The other thing that we got at the end of that whole scene was uh, uh, Lawrence's creepy as fuck daughter again. Oh, yes. Which they had to do some very uh, Lisa Joy and her cinematographer. She was a little did, tricksy with the photography on that. Yeah, yeah. Because I swear there was a stunt double running up to Lawrence because that that girl is as tall as she's uh, super Clifton, tall now. Yeah, Cliff yes. Collins Jr. now. So anyway, but it's obvious now. Remember, we were wondering about is this is this uh, host uh, the first sentient host in the park because the way she was mm-hmm. talking to William, you know, the mazes and yeah. you. No, it's obvious. Ford was talking through her last season, just like he's talking through her this season. Yes. So she's like this little intercom outpost, almost like the and- wolf, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> we'll get to that we won't cover that now in the reaction we'll show. talk we'll about that later in, in depth um, show. it's i really well and i enjoyed that she was sort of trying to explain to him again like and i like i got a kick out of it because he didn't realize it the first time when she said if you're moving forward you're moving the wrong direction yeah and i thought that was pretty interesting um holy crap so grace is emily william's daughter Emily. Yeah. So is and Grace her last name? Is is Grace their family name? Or is Grace her middle name? Or is Grace just fucking with us in IMDB? It's well I don't remember anybody I thought they he called her I thought Nicholas called her by her name. No, he he didn't. So I don't know, Nicholas maybe it's never her middle called name. Her by name and Stubbs didn't call her by her uh, I know name. Stubbs didn't. Yeah. Um but that was the thing that was so weird about but when Them HBO talking. released the press release, you yeah. know, when Katya Herbers, they, okay. the press release said she's going to be an experienced car, uh, 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 park guest uh, named Grace. Okay. And, you know, those lying mofos, unless it's her middle name or last name. Or oh, I'm nickname. betting it's her middle name because yeah, yeah, Emily Grace names. sounds like a name. Like, yeah. that's not weird. Um, but also... Uh, like for she's got a horse and um at some point we find out that her uncle OD'd so like the man in black doesn't have a uh brother Logan Logan anymore yeah we're not gonna see old Logan which you were hoping for this season which I was so hoping unless unless the man in black in truly son of a bitch mode just lied to uh, uh a robot yeah, ro- lies to, to piss robot him off. Uh, Delos to to make him like even yeah more despondent. And then 
So here's here's Logan, we have less it. than a minute. So I just want to tell everybody that you absolutely need to see the trailer because if you didn't stay for the end, if you didn't stick around to watch the sneaky peeky for next week, holy shit. Um, so uh, I already gave you my review of this episode. Uh, not even if you were watching the end credits, are you out of oh shits? How about you, Don? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, uh, my mouth was open the entire episode and not just for the dental problem I'm having right now. <laughs> Uh, and I was, I was, it took me longer to watch the episode than usual. Cause I kept hitting the rewind 10 seconds on the Roku and let yep. it put the dialogue subtitles up so you can see mm-hmm. them then. I did that like it, at least 10 times. Uh, I did and too. the other thing we, uh, we get to see, a uh, a we, you know, so many other characters in here. Uh, the stuff yeah next reunion. week is the episode I would ho- I was hoping for this week which was hey what happened to them so we're yeah, gonna find so out so no Dolores no Maeve no Charlotte no. oh but we got a and mention no of Teddy. Dolores remember no, no Teddy. got double crossed by that bitch called that blonde bitch called Wyatt yes. and and William good for her so <laughs> five of the the leaders in the credits on the show every time because you notice they they added Tessa Thompson to yeah the the leads this season for the credits four out of that five didn't even make it into this episode so no. this tells me that uh nolan and joy will just do whatever the fuck they want to screw with us yes and, and surprise us so who the hell knows what's going to happen next episode so well we know maves in it because she was a goodly portion of the Sneaky yes. peeky. So I'm really Dolores, excited to see. Dolores is in it because we saw a little bit of her sneaky peeky. What, uh, what's going to piss me off is we're obviously not going to get more uh, Bernard and Elsie or more Man in Black and Lawrence. And well, Lawrence we don't know that. Yeah, well, we don't know It's that, possible. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I just was fascinated. Like, first of all, I just wanted to... If that hadn't been a big round fishbowl, I, which I thought it was kind of funny that he had a goldfish. Yes. Which lives in a fishbowl yeah who lives in a fishbowl um who i thought of that one visually <laughs> it looked awesome i kind of wanted to live there um hatch or no hatch i just thought it was really awesome were, i loved the, having, the, the coffee visions? table was super great were you having visions of desmond in there hard like i honestly <laughs> like no joke i went but this isn't Mama Cass. I'm watching the wrong thing. Like yeah, I honestly, yeah. yeah. Like with the bike and the yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there were, there were calls. I did love there. it. Yeah, there were. Call-outs. And it was it was such a great like, like the furniture, the aesthetic, the whole thing. Like it broke my heart when they were like terminate build, and then it all lit on fire. <laughs> yeah, what, so a, what a harsh way to terminate the build. I mean, they not only terminate him, they terminate the entire room. The whole room, that and then seem what? Very cost effective. Like, are they printing that furniture? And I, would they print me one of those coffee tables? Because I loved it. And like, yeah. Anyway, we have to stop. <laughs> we have a whole other show to do later this week. I promise you, uh, it will happen. And uh, that's going to do it for us. So thanks again to Jason, everyone else at The Incomparable for hosting us. Uh, this has been the reaction show for season two, episode four, Riddle of the Sphinx. Which we, st- oh, we which I think I have things. a theory about. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And we will have to save it for the show. Um, <laughs> so this is. <laughs> we are super out of time. Uh, this was Riddle of the Sphinx. And uh, 
I am your host, Kelly Gamot. With me as always, it's Don Milton. Party on, Don. Party on, Garth. You can find the show account on Twitter at Westworld Rewind. And until we dive into the full show and you get to hear my theory about Riddle of the Sphinx, be excellent to each other. Bye.